we were talking and then I said something to that you know inhaled that food so I said pause and then the girl was like nah that's internalized homophobia bro it's internalized homophobia for sure but like <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to the mob jazz podcast I'm Melvin I'm Jesse I'm the voice mm. what's mm. going on what's going on what's going on what's going on I'm chilling how How's you guys bro I'm sick Listen man, if I've come back another podcast and told guys I'm sick, <laughs> it's done for I'm you. I'm the bro. only guy on this pod that gets sick, bro. That's actually true. It's so irritating, man. When I found out I was sick this weekend, I was just like, bro, why always me, man? Why is it always? <laughs> why do these other of? guys always sick? Of? The same as always, bro. A flu and a cough. Um, to be honest, I have no idea where I caught this one from. But as usual, it's Kampala, so they say it's moving around. What? Have you been moving around? Uh, yeah, I was with Magic on the weekend. Pause. And I was Kawa. Mm. I was Kawa when I got there. Uh, why are you pausing? Nah, Can't be with my boy on the weekend. Hey, because hey, hey, we were on the weekend. Yeah. The weekend, the time, not the man. No, so. Someone told me that when I said pause on the over the weekend. I'll tell you about it. Tomophobia. No, it's the same pose. It's internalized homophobia. Internalized. It's internalized. Okay, we'll, we'll dissect that later. Mm, yeah, I'll we'll dissect, dissect, that we'll dissect that one. Um, yeah, man. Honestly, it seemed like such a fun weekend. Friday night. Did you do anything on Friday night? Can't I remember. No. I think I was inside. I, I was in on Friday night. Yeah, I think I was inside on Friday night because I was anticipating a big Saturday. Mm-hmm. Saturday was Shari's birthday. Shout out Shari, friend of a pod. Mm. Um, so we went to Gaba, went on a boat, went to a beach. It was nice, bro. Immaculate vibes. Um, everything was good. But bro, by the time I left, literally on my drive, oh, it was also my little sister's birthday this weekend. So shout out nice. Melissa, happy birthday. Um, but while I was driving from Shari's to Melissa's. I just started sniffling, bro. I first thought it was like AC. The water. Like the lake wind, bro. I don't know. I have another I have another theory, but I think I'll give it to you guys on Patreon. Mm. Yeah, I need a safe space to give it to guys. But yeah, man, I just started feeling sick. By the time I got to Ebbs, bro, I was sick. I couldn't even blend in with guys, man. I was just I was dying. But man, I'm here. Um and then stayed the night in Ebbs and then Sunday came back to Kampala and then after after being in Kampala for like an hour I got the sad news that my one of my best friends had lost his dad. So I went back to Ebbs and I've been in Ebbs guys, just been coming back and forth between Kampala and Ebbs since since then. So maybe that's why I'm still sick, bro, because I've barely been sleeping. And you know flu they say you just need rest and fluids, so the fluids are there, bro, but the rest is cartoon <laughs> man. Yeah, I've been getting home at two AM bro. Yeah, but yeah, man, weird weekend, you guys. Such a roller coaster of a weekend, bro. But we keep it pushing, man. We keep it pushing. How are you guys? I'm good. I'm good. Um, how's my weekend? It was my weekend was actually good. Mm. Friday, I went for. I didn't go out really. I went to Caramel, um, with Raymond. Just went and had dinner. Went back home because I was also anticipating Saturday. Mm. Saturday now, we went to, like you said, Shari's birthday. Guys, shout out Shari again. Went to an island. It wasn't a beach. It was like a whole different mm-hmm. island. 
That's not, that's not considered a beach. Eh? It wasn't an island, bro. Hey, it was like the other we side. Just of went, the yeah, we just went to another land which had a beach. We like, we just, instead of driving, so apparently we set off from Gaba and the land is in Mukono. Oh. So that boat took us from Gaba oh. to Mukono. Wow. Right? Right? That close Isn't to that Mukono. crazy? That's actually that mad. That's crazy because it was like a 20 minute boat ride. Bro. Everyone kept telling me that it's um, an, an, an island. And to be honest, I felt like on an island. Yeah, I don't but um, that. yeah, it was very lit. It was very lit. Yeah, that's why I said um to bring you back to what I said earlier internal phobia. Um, we were talking, and then I said like something to that tune of, and then I inhale. You inhaled that food, or like I inhaled that food. Uh-huh. So I said pause, and then the guy was like, "Nah, that's internalized homophobia." Someone who was at the party. So it got me thinking, like, is pause internalized homophobia? Because me, my hope, I my point of my argument was. No, it's just this game that we started in high school. That's kind of fun, and I still play to this day. Hey, bro, it's internalized homophobia for sure. But like, <laughs> 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 no, for sure, it's internalized homophobia. But like, I don't think that it. I don't know if it's harmful. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's one of those things that might have started off homophobic, and now it's just like a harmless thing that a straight game. guys say to each other. Pause. Just to make sure that there's yeah. on the, on it's the like, straight side. It's like, no, who did they... I just recently saw that there's this NFL player, NFL or NBA, NBA player, he was giving a post-game interview and uh, I think he said something to the tune of like, all of us guys in the locker room love Say each no other. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like we love each other or something, no homo. They, <laughs> they find him and he had to make a public apology. I had this, I had this. Yeah, so it's definitely homophobic. But I don't know, even with that, like, I, don't, I think it might be overly sensitive to be, like, bothered by a guy saying no homo. True. I mean, th- uh, for me, in, my, in that particular situation, his argument was there are definitely cases where you can say no homo. And then he gave an example of some director, who, some rapper who said, like, he... Like eat a bag or dick, something like that. And I was like, that's a possible <laughs> <Yeah>. offense. <laughs> but me saying inhale is not a possible offense. So I was wondering, why are you doing okay. like but also, what? But also, okay, a possible offense. <laughs> it was a bad that was a bad pause. Because what are you pausing? Uh, what are you pausing? Guys can't inhale. <laughs> you know, like, I can't inhale breath. I can't inhale anything. But you're like, I was just like, if it's uh, internalized homophobia, then you should like never say pause at all. Even if someone says something that's actually sus, there should be nothing wrong with that, and you should just move on. With I don't know, bro. Me, I just feel like uh, this is such a wild topic for us to start with, bro. But I just <laughs> it's so wild, <laughs> I just, bro. and it's so dangerous. Bro. Those guys are listening. Guys are still listening. Guys are still No, um, bro. I feel like man, like as straight men, can we not just have things that we like say to each other like I don't aren't we allowed to have like stuff that we say Man. to each other I don't know bro I don't know how best to put it but I just feel like it's harmless fun among straight men I don't know if it if me saying pause or me saying no homo is actually offensive to a gay person if I, if all I'm saying is I'm not gay I can't just say I'm not gay you know what I mean because mm. that's what I didn't no mean homo that is. In a, in a yeah I didn't mean way. that in a gay way what's mm. wrong with that you know what I mean? Now me, you're definitely preaching to the choir. Like me, I definitely see a time and place for pause. For example, no the the thing from the office that that's what she said. Thing is it like an anti women thing to say? Because I'm saying that's what she said. Am I slut shaming? You know what I mean? Mm. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like is that what she said? Like like slut shaming? 
yeah. I don't know. I can't. Can or is it just it a harmless joke? Exactly. Like, but it's it also like a joke. It's a harmless joke. It's definitely a joke. So in other words, don't joke, bro. I g- no no no. We cannot conclude. Do not joke. <laughs> yeah, that's but I guess, it. I guess it just depends on the circumstances and the people who are around you. I guess yeah. you just have to be more sensitive. For sure. But I don't think we're saying no more. Like. In a group of homosexuals, because I don't because I also don't think that like like gay men sensitivities are in the same place at ours. You know what I mean? Like mm. if I say something that is possible, I don't know if they're hearing it as something possible. They're hearing it as like something I said. You know what I mean? Mm. Mm. What if you said something that's actually possible, like eat a bag of dicks or something like that? Oh, what? In what context <laughs> like am I saying that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, like, in I what love context? all my brothers. You see, like them, they'll just hear that I love my brothers. True, true, true. And also, I straight, I do- guy, and straight guys just be looking for possible yeah, that's, yeah, how yeah, yeah. that's how you know it's all just fun and games because that guy's just looking for a possible <laughs> offense. Man. It's like a joke, a funny joke. Yeah. Um, And also, we might be over like, can I say? Posing. Not overposing, no. but like maybe making this, making out these making out gay guys to be overly sensitive. Maybe also some of them find it as find it funny. I, yeah, for sure, yeah, no, for sure, yeah, for sure, yeah. bro, for sure. But um, yo, yeah. I'm going to, I'll tell you this, bro. A large section of our audience is so confused by this conversation; <laughs> they have no idea what we're talking about. So like all of a sudden, we were on we were on an island. Yeah, now I we're talking about possible things, <laughs> possible. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, man. Some if you guys have questions about what possible offenses are, just write it in the comments, and someone will explain. Yeah. Um, yeah. Voice as your weekend. Oh, did you finish with yours? Um. Yeah, that was basically my weekend Sunday. I was at home resting the whole day. Mm. Um. Yeah. Monday I was at oh Monday I was at home, mm. and then yes, I found out that my grandmother passed. So mm. we're going for the burial tomorrow. Yeah. May she rest in peace. Man. May she rest in peace. But um yeah that was the weekend for me it was basically just that that the that, that trip to the to Mukon. Yeah. Fun time bro. Very fun time. Uh oh, how was Salama after? Oh, Salama was cool. Um a bunch of other people came through. I wasn't there for too long. I left maybe like around Was Salama the birthday? Yeah. Mm. That's why they now cut the cake. Um Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. There were a lot of other faces. Um Yeah. It was okay. good. It was good. But I would like me at by that point I was like, like done. I'm sure everyone who was at the beach was, was just finished done. at that point. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> like I didn't even know that there was cake, but like someone told me um there's cake coming, so that then I had that to look forward to. Mm. But otherwise I was I was finished like nice. completely done. Spent uh, as they say. Voice, what was your weekend like, bro? Bro, um I left Kampala on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I was in Rukunjiri the entire weekend, bro. I'll say one thing. It was so funny. You know when you're like um, kilometers from town, bro. Then Jesse calls me at night. Same, <laughs> bro. Where are you? What's the move? What's yeah. the move? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, I was hella funny. But I was in Rukunjiri the entire time. Mm. Definitely not as hot as Kampala, bro. That's the one thing I enjoyed. Mm. It was a bunch of friends. We just went to like chill, have fun. Really? You guys are just going to chill? Yeah, but I'll say that journey is not yeah, short, yeah, bro. I have to go to Kunjiri on Thursday. Eh, okay, that journey is not short. Mm. And this is the worst part. We were like in a coaster. We got a coaster. Mm. So we were like, what, 30? Um, we got a coaster. Bro, there was no leg room. I have a traveled for hours. Eh? 
and like your knee is facing backwards. Ah, uh, <laughs> to the side. You guy, I fought uh, for my life, bro. Every, every break, I would take a walk, be like, you know. But we got a flat on the way back, so it gave it. So a journey that's supposed to be seven hours was thirteen, bro. We left that side at eight and reached here at nine. Damn. Yeah, it was, it, it was crazy long. Wait, did you not have a spare in the in the bus? We did. It was just it's a coaster, bro. Mm. And it was we were far from a petrol station, so we have to replace it ourselves. <coughs> and man, it was tough because this guy is not light, bro. And then we also had like like a small Jake. Hey guys, you used to get out of our car for them to oh, for 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 a bit, for a bit. Guys were sitting yeah, being lifted by like a Jake, yeah. <laughs> but then after some time they got out. Um, Scary moment there though, mm. was like at some point that Jake gave way, and there was a guy under the car, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so all of us had started lifting it, and the guy just scrolled out. He's like, "Hey, what's happening? What? Like we <laughs> almost died, bro." Yeah, it was just a random guy with a girl fixing the tire. No, you know, guys can be dumb, bro. was a guy fixing the thing. It was a guy fixing the thing. Okay, but yeah, um, that happened. It was fun. It was fun. I uh, met some new people, bro. There was there were some guys from all over the country in that group. Eh? Nice. All over the country, all over the world, we had some people from Myanmar. Myanmar. Which is in- interesting. Mm. Yeah, I had some guys from the US, some from like Angola, some from the UK. So it was fun. And guys were just linking up just to chill. Bro, it was like, you know, guys brought their workmates and it's like an international organization. Mm. So yeah. It was fun. Fun weekend. Okay, man. And then I came back, I was like, damn, I've not... Party door drunk in like a while. No, I should yeah. keep this going for a week. Oh, you thought this wasn't one of those times where you guys were. No, no, no. We were just chilling. Okay. I reached and unfortunately yesterday, man. Heavy. It was back to normal. Yesterday was Monday, man. I know. I'm sorry, <laughs> man. But it was That's insane. <laughs> I also shocked myself. I went back home like, hey, that happened. Yeah, no, I don't think I'm but touching yeah. alcohol for the rest of the week, man. I'm good. After the weekend. I'm too good, bro. I'm too good. <laughs> yeah, before we start, uh, I just want to say um, thank you to everyone that has been watching, liking, subscribing, following, commenting, uh, commenting. Your uh, our what do they call it? Interaction. What do they call it? Engagement. Engagement. engagement our engagement has been, been so high. Bro. It has late. been so yeah. high. So keep doing that. Also, want to just remind guys to download the guys on the audio platforms. Download. Don't just stream. Don't just stream, bro. These guys don't count streams. Download, man, before you listen. Um, cause that's what counts. And the guys complaining about our slang. Complain. Yeah, just It's not. It's not gonna Catch end. Catch up. Not gonna, <laughs> not gonna game. Fuck. We'll just double down. We'll double down on our slang. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else? What else? What else? Oh, the patrons, as usual, man. You guys are doing amazing, bro. Just keep, keep subbing. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, who else? Who else are we picking up? Uh, yo, I feel like we need more followers on IG, man. I'm just gonna say that. Mm. We need way more followers on IG. I don't know what we have to do, but the I guess IG algorithm is kind of messed up. I but the truth is, I've been looking at everyone that has way more follower and followers than us. They have way more posts than us. Really? True. Like yeah. also, photos. Like IG keeps um, switching up what they're pushing. Both. Yeah. Like as an algorithm, because this year they said they're focusing on images, mm. which is weird because last year they were focusing on videos. Videos. Yeah. But that's dumb to focus on images. I mean, it's an image it's a platform. Maybe well, they're going back to. to be. Do you think they just realized they can't compete with TikTok? I think they they can't. Whether they realize yeah, they, they, can't, they can't, they can't compete. They tried, but the algorithm was too not dumb. And how and crazy? Better algorithm. How, mm. how crazy is it that like they were here first, and, then and like they had, o- they have all those people there already, 
and they still can't compete with TikTok, bro. Nah, TikTok is just set up in such a beautiful way, man. Like man, it's just more features bro. like you can fast forward through a video as you watch. Mm. You can't do that on IG and mm. it's so frustrating to I know. Me, and I think like it's small things like that. Um also discoverability. But no nowadays you know, I just also being funny. Nowadays you can comment with a GIF, GIF, whatever yeah. people say it. Generated image. <laughs> format. Format. <laughs> <laughs> in, the comment, in the comment section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come yeah. Now. What do you mean generated? But see, um, sorry, how does sorry. that look? Yeah? How does that look? No, it kind of ruined the comment experience yeah. for me. Yeah. Because yeah. I used to go through like IG comments to find like yeah. Yeah, funny crazy ones, text. You know, yeah. Yeah. But now I'm just like scrolling to find GIFs. Like GIFs. I oh. jump over all the comments. Although I, 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 I mindfully go back and read what I've skipped, but I'll just be... But I just feel like IG is behind... It's behind all the apps, bro. Because mm. it seems like that the GIF era kind of ended on Twitter. Like, guys, it's no I longer. I think it's meant for Twitter. Yeah, but even GIF, guys, on GIFs are no longer what's lit on Twitter. And now they're also following Twitter with a subscription thing, mm. and they try to follow TikTok with a scrolling thing. So I don't know. I feel yeah. like they're playing catch up. When I look at AJ, I look at Facebook, man. Like Facebook is thing, for yeah, yeah. is social media for like older people. And like the kids are not really on Facebook or IG like that, man. They're on TikTok, they're on Twitter. Yes. So we shouldn't, be, we shouldn't get more, more followers on IG. No, we should. We shouldn't. Oh, definitely, oh. definitely. But it's yeah. not that's our fault. That's why you're dissing them. It's the truth. It's the truth. <laughs> 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 uh, now, speaking of the truth, mm. have you guys been hearing about this YSL Woody guy? YSL Woody? YSL Woody. No, what's that? Basically, he's one of the YSL members. YSL, for those who don't remember, is Young Stoner Life, Young Thugs, mm, mm. Gang Stroke Record Label. His name is ya- YSL Woody. 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 Yeah, uh-huh. Like Woody, Toy Story Woody. Like, exactly. So, basically, they released a three-hour video of this guy just snitching, bro. Just telling on the who, truth. bro? On, on Thug. On okay, so basically, this was the video. This guy was caught by the police on like a random a random stop and such, you know, like in your car. Then they found on him and a weapon. And he wasn't supposed to have a gun because he's on like probation. You know how those things work. So they brought him in for questioning. And this guy, they, they stress him. And first of all, they chained his leg to the ground. To the ground? Hey, <laughs> there's a long handcuff that <laughs> a hook on the ground and then to his ankle. They they would leave him in there for like forty minutes at a time. They'd raise the AC on him; he becomes cold. So the detectives come back. It's a lady and a guy, a white lady and a black guy. And the guy is just asking them, "You're like, what can I do to help myself? Like, what can I do? Like, I have information. The information I want. I have. You guys want this information? So basically, guy is just snitching. He's just snitching. Um, he's talking about a murder that's going down. Okay, f- granted, this was from 2021, the footage, yeah. mm-hmm. but. Yeah, this was like leading up to the arrest. So this guy was basically snitching. He was saying that these guys are planning a hit on Luchi and he has all the info, inside information, but he won't give it to them until he's sure he's going to be released from this this charge that he has currently. How did this video come out? Now, apparently in the States they have this thing called the Freedom of Information Act. Where is that a thing we have here? Kind of. It's in the Constitution. Freedom of Information, no? So basically, once a case is done, especially if it's a case taken on by the state or if it's a federal case, they always say in the states it's like the people versus, say Sydney, the people versus. So you as the people, you can actually request 
for all that information that was being used in their case, like all the interviews, all the interrogations, all the evidence you can ask to see it. Unless if it's um if it's a federal case, they redact some of the stuff, that way they cover that up. Or if it's like you're an informant and you're under that what's it called, like special Protected. witness protection, yeah. then you your 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 stuff is completely <coughs> hidden. Okay. So now so what these guys requested for it and then got it and then put it out. Yeah, basically someone requested for it, got it and put it out. And oh, what does happen to you? No, that's the thing. He's in hiding right now. Of course, man. Damn. He's in hiding. They've endangered the guys. Which city, yeah, which super which city is he? Ble- uh, Atlanta. But ah. I think it's Cleveland. It's Cleveland Boulevard or something. Some crazy. Bro, you saw video. Three hours of you video, a podcast. Yeah. A podcast. And there's a nine hour one coming out. Damn. Nine hours. Of him snitching. Nah, that guy's not going to be cow. Nah. It came you out saw the video of Ghana being attacked. That oh, at a supermarket. By like random guys who are calling him like snitch, blah blah no, blah. Wow, that guy is fighting for his life, man. That's so unfortunate, bro. For Ghana, he has been blackballed. Everyone welcomed him out at first. They didn't want to say it, but now he's kind of been blackballed silently on their side. Mm. Yeah, like well let's let's wait on the Ghana situation. I don't want to speak too soon on it, but let's wait, let's wait and see how it plays out in a few months. No, but it really confu- it really like intrigues me how. This whole idea of like a gangster rapper who doesn't snitch and follows all the street codes, and I, th- I feel like that's that's a lie, man. I think it's a lie, and I think it has been a lie for a while. Cause this guy was snitching for twelve years, eleven years. Woody, Woody, Woody. <laughs> twelve years. Has been, has been going and jazzing. Yeah. Damn. So uh, since twenty twelve, how he started, he used to snitch on. So it was YSL versus YFN. The Luchi guys. Mm-hmm. So back when they were on the streets, they'd have a shootout, what blah 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 blah. They're shooting at each other. Bah, bah, bah. Then the guys who are the YFN guys who are shooting at YSL get arrested for like mm-hmm. shooting up a girl. So that's why FN guys would actually go and tell Thug, hey bro man, I think you have someone snitching in your camp. <laughs> <laughs> opposition. But Thug apparently ignored it. Because they're not snitching on him. But now, first for 11 years, him. this guy is now snitching on this guy. And yeah, I don't know, man. Honestly, guy, my my thoughts on like the ethics of snitching, like snitch politics, bro. I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about it because I feel like sometimes the police needs to know, bro. But I guess because it's America and there's just no trust in the police, mm. that that's the issue. Like the black community culturally has no trust in the police. And so speaking to the police is like betraying your community. But now guys have taken advantage of that. Because guys are doing terrible things to people. Yeah. Well aware those people can't speak to the police because we considered snitching. Mm-hmm. So now I don't know, bro. And that's what I was telling you that it seems like I you know, I listened to another podcast where they said that in Atlanta, there's people who are glad that like this stuff is happening to these YSL guys because mm. they've been terrorizing for real. Mm. I don't know for sure, but that's what I've heard. Now what's that? Before? So I don't know, man. I think that in the public, it might be a hey, snitching, snitching, snitching. But I'm sure there's groups of people who feel like, bruh, it was necessary. You know? I'm sure they're killing people's children, your guy. I know how to Woody guy. For him, he has been playing both sides. Since That's what it seems like at least from this story, bro. Since 2012. He has been years. telling 11. the police, so protecting himself, 
but at the same time enjoying the benefits of being YSL. Mm. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I don't know if I feel bad for him, but let's, let's see how it goes. I think it was impossible for them to not know that it was a gang, bro. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm. Anyway. They knew, uh, but they've been building a case. Clearly, if a guy has been speaking for mm, 12 years, 12 years man. They, they've just they've been, been keeping quiet. Bro. I just want yeah. to say, actually, something I thought about on the weekend. That Thugger album, Punk, that's a classic album. Bro. You guys need to listen to that. Have you listened to that album? I said to a few songs. Of <laughs> that album is perfect, bro. Eh? Anyway, uh, what else, what else, what else, what else, what else? Yeah, but basically, nah, just to finish that point, this mm. guy was being paid like 85k a year. By the police to snitch, yeah, to snitch as a to become a what do they call them a confidential informant? Right, yeah. that's more than that's than way wage, more so than what average paying, wage. Why did they pay him eighty five k a year for twelve years only to put out his jazz? Did he stop? I mean, to be fair, they put out the jazz because of the Freedom of Information Act. Uh, uh, they could have sealed the documents yeah. and made him like an informant, but yeah. I guess they didn't. By that time, someone requested and they them. They no longer need him. Mm. Now I've been like ah, uh, because to be fair, this came out in twenty twenty one. And that's messed up because now they've made the arrest that they wanted to um, to make, and now they are saying now we no longer need you go and fend for yourself, yourself. which is messed up, bro. That's I mean, messed up. Yeah, but um, yeah, like eight five k, yeah, that's it's that's good money. money, bro. It's a lot of money. That's it's definitely definitely working smart, not hey, hard. Me, yeah, eight five k snitch on the MJP. Forward. You guys are all going down. We're going down. For 12 years. I don't know how I feel about snitching. Actually, I know how I feel about snitching. I think if I have information that can get me out of a tough spot, you're telling. I'm telling, man. Like I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll deal with the guys on the street. But what, what's your logic? You're thinking, man, why should I die for your sins? Why should I die for your sins? If it's your guy, bro. Who has been killing, killing guys? Maybe not killing, killing. What if he has been dealing? Dealing, dealing. Dealing, dealing in something illegal. <laughs> let's dealing, say. dealing. He has been yeah. dealing, dealing. He has been dealing, dealing, dealing. And the police are onto him. But they don't have him yet. And like, we just need evidence from someone who knows him. Have they caught me also doing something wrong? And they're let's saying say they let you, me off? Let's say for you, they caught you like in possession or something. And, they want, and they're saying they can release Like me. the Ghana situation. They caught them both in the car. Call me Wanda. Wanda. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But nah, would, you, would you snitch in that situation scenario? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't think I would. It's tough, man. It's very tough, but yeah, it depends on the guy. But I don't think I would. At that point, either you or them. So you'd go. You'd go for your position at least. I think maybe me. I'm just a bit. I would. Be, I would have more clarity on the strength of their case and like how bad it is. And how like and if if I spoke, if it would really bury this guy if I spoke, you know what I mean? Mm. Or if we can, if he can, if we can get away with it without me speaking. Mm. That's what that's what I'd be thinking. Now that lawyer computer knew would be exactly yeah, yeah, analyzing everything. Yeah, I need a lawyer, bro. Yeah. In the room, first call again. Be like, now this is what's happening. I started watching BMF again, and there's like a thing like that, where they cab, they cab uh, someone who was working for. Like you guys know what BMF is, family. yeah. There's a show. Well, I was about to ask. The Fifty Cent show mm. about the Black Mafia family. So there's an episode where they've caught one of their, not even their employees, bro, but just some white lady who was driving a cab that one of them owned, and was filled with drugs, bro. So they started doing the same stuff that they were doing to Woody, bro. 
leaving her in a room, we were threatening, threatening her. When she was just about to speak, pop, the guy's lawyer walked in, bro. Yeah. And she ate the charge, man. And they took care of her farm more. And her son and college and what they cleared all that jazz, bro. Anyways, change topic, change topic, change topic. Um, yeah, and I guess eight five k to snitch every year. That's working smart, mm-hmm. not hard. Mm-hmm. It's creative work, man. Um, no, don't go, don't go, don't go, don't go. It's very, very creative. Now you bring that up, bro. I want to call back some of our thingies from last week, some of our topics from last week. Um, firstly, did you guys see in the comments what guys were saying about the AKA situation? I did. Mm-hmm. I read some of the comments. One of them was saying that um, this was from someone from SA, that apparently in SA they are mourning for him a lot. Um, that they are very sad. Said sad with like several A's and several D's. Um, then someone else said um, that apparently the reason why Ricky Rick, okay, so she, 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 she compared it to when Ricky Rick passed and mm. the media attention he got is because his was a suicide. I don't even know, bro. I don't know if it's if if she meant it like that simply, but I think she was just saying that something not what you were saying about the guys like the sagas that he had before he passed, and I don't know. Someone also told me that it happened like in a neighborhood where mm. his ex girlfriend was from. I think I was mm. that in the comment. I think it I might have the same comment that it happened in a neighborhood where his ex girlfriend was from. And so that's kind of like part of the thing. A family never forgave him, da da da. So, does that mean they're holding them as like suspects? Holding the, the family? family? No, they're not suspects. This is now just what's in the public discourse mm. around the topic. Did you see Banner Boy's tribute to AK? And you just showed it to us, man, before the pod, bro. Yeah. I feel like the voice should go on that one, bro. I didn't listen to the words, bro. Mm. You can't listen to it. Play it. Mm-hmm. Let's play it. Fuck is all the dirt about. I just heard he died. Seen that video at the restaurant. Took me out of a positive mood. Took me back to that day when you saw my gun and you said I was wild. Then I told you you should have one too. Cause it weren't like niggas wasn't dying, but I thought you knew. And I ain't really fuck with you. But I didn't want you dead. It was like that with me and you. Uh, wicked. Hope they catch you ever did you wake it. Hope you rest in peace, even though you ain't kicking. End of the day with some pro ass niggas. Play that sample. Um, I just wanted to, to know what it was. <laughs> Bro, as this guy dips it, this is what I'll say. I feel like it that just sounds like a freestyle to me. It seems like he was just vibing out and AK's passing was on his mind. And he said what he said. I don't think that needed to come out. I know that it creates this sort of buzz and it might be like kind of like controversial just because he mentioned AK's name in the way that he mentioned it. I don't think he needed to put that out, bro. Like it's a freestyle. Let it just be what it is. After you've like organized your lyrics and like you've put it in a more like, I guess like a, a, a more consumable way, then we can hear it. And I guess freestyled about how they weren't bad days, but he said he died. It's real, that's for sure. Because, I mean, just because a guy died there, I mean that now you have to become his bad day. I love him. But I don't think it needed to come out right now, bro. That's, that's my thoughts, bro. You because some type of way about it. I don't even feel some type of way, to be fair, bro. I just feel like it didn't need to be a bro. And Bonaboy is so big. I don't know why, like, 
stuff like that keeps keeps happening with him, bro. He'll just put some stuff out, bro. <laughs> like it any. To be fair, I think it was leaked. Okay. To be fair, I think it was leaked. It didn't look like even the recording. But how I feel about it, um, very similar to you. Um, I feel like this was just a guy who was dealing with his emotions by going to a studio because he's an artist. That's what he does. Um, and I genuinely think this is how he feels about that guy. Mm. Like he had respect for him, but they didn't necessarily get along anymore. But his person still hurt him. You guys remember AK and Barnaboy Twitter B? Yeah, when remember you it? it was years yeah, back. Like two years back. Yeah, yeah, when they were having like a fight about Nigeria and, and South, South African, African music. music is how these guys piggybacked and how yeah they weren't bad days. Even if they had, they had done the all eyes on me, there was that all eyes on me era where they were bad days. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they weren't friends, bro. They weren't. Nah, but I definitely need. If it was a leak, understandable. But if he put it out, it's weird. It's weird timing. Like, Time to put that out. Yeah. It's. I think that's how he feels, man. No, yeah, Th- but there's you, you feeling, but then there's also yourself, like, bro. should I say PR? Like, there's a time for everything. Yeah. And Ecclesiastes uh. chapter three. And <laughs> 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 uh, no, you're definitely right. There's a time for everything, bro. And that this just isn't the time. Yeah, I don't for this particular time. story. Like, it's okay to mourn. It's okay to feel it. But then maybe put out like a section where you're mourning, bro. Not talking about how about pulled out a gun. I don't know if I had the lyrics right because I've just been listening to it. But like the day, the day took you took me back to the day when you saw my gun and you said that was wild. Then I told you you should have one too. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, it's listen. Like you're saying I told you. No, that thing is, like, I actually want him to say these things. Like, I listen to a song if you're saying these things. I just don't feel like this is that time. Mm. And I, it doesn't feel like like his thoughts are fully formed on it. And he hasn't figured out, like, the catchiest way to put it yet. So I don't, I think he could have waited. Maybe we'll get the full song one day and it will, like, sound a bit better than this does. But I don't know. Right now, I don't really care. See how it goes. Bro, are you guys going to be in town this weekend? I definitely am. Remember the thing that Derek spoke about on the weekend? Uh, that's the yeah. That guy's going. Someone asked me about that this day. Mm. Love tickets. Uh-huh. Love tickets. <laughs> that makes lie. it a bit harder. Mm. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be there. I'll be there. Badly. Magic. Me, I won't be in town, bro, but you guys should, you guys should definitely go. Where are you going to be? Rukunjiri. Rukunjiri still. Rukunjiri, most likely. Most likely Rukunjiri. Nah, so... Do you guys know what the campaign is about? About guys working differently and creatively in this industry, or in, in their industries. And yeah, it's so crazy, bro, that now, like, that brands are now curating entire events around, like, creatives, bro, and, like, creativity. Yeah, because I know that thing, that campaign is, what, it's doing things differently. Yeah, doing things I know differently. they're saying, turn on your light. Mm. So, bro, I just think it's a bit mad, bro. Like three years ago, this would have never ever happened. But I won't lie. Like five years ago, we had seven professions in Uganda. You guys, STEM, save it. Ten, eh? STEM, STEM. <laughs> only STEM. STEM. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need like a catchy name like that, bro, for creatives. Mm. <laughs> like a ca- catchy acronym, bro. <laughs> Create. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> it begins like curate. Yeah, curate. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. So thoughts thoughts on that campaign. Um, I think it's a really dope campaign, man. And I think it really shines a light on how 
I'd say this new generation of human beings think like just basically doing things creatively because we come from a place where like yes they tell us all to do like these STEM subjects engineering math um you know law nothing against law by the way yeah now nah, you guys just throwing law in there but i understand i agree I no law is definitely one of them it's definitely one of them for sure but i feel like we come from a place where like the jobs in these particular fields are also very few or like they are definitely not enough the field is to definitely absorb all the yeah. guys who do stem every like how many guys graduate with like a CA, an engineering degree there's so many or like even a, a law degree mm. so i think it's very good to see like people getting creative on how they're going to make it in this world how they can do things differently how they can definitely like find out to, to survive and make money because at the end of the day that's what we're all trying to do like survive and make money and the beautiful thing about doing things differently is you end up doing something that you actually probably enjoy something that because it's you're now having to think for yourself what can i do mm. so probably unless you're in a totally desperate situation you're probably going to do something that you enjoy doing and seeing how you can monetize it mm. um a good example i see is these um nigerian fashion labels mm. there's one i passed pa- i know you showed me severe nature but there's one i follow called um high fashion bro that thing is going so big right now like it's like definitely the most trendy fashion label out of Nigeria right now mm. on my internet Rema was performing at the Ulster weekend and he was wearing that and was wearing a hat yes for high fashion fire Banaboy performs in high fashion it's also i just saw uh shout out to Patrick Perenio just dropped some new new stuff bro a new line nice yeah so you guys, guys are talking guys about out, yeah. so yeah it's definitely something good that i like to see like people working differently i mean that's exactly what we're doing here um we're trying to start something with this podcast we have started something mm. so uh, i i really like it and i like that they're going out of their way to like celebrate creatives and like kind of motivate them to keep going but i'm not going to lie i think that for the longest time man guys were always you know guys were always been saying the thing of like that type of stuff can't work in uganda you know what i mean like creatives can't succeed in uganda i guess because of like all the stuff i've spoken about that multiple times on the pod but I think that when campaigns like this happen it kind of like is proof of like a change in perspective or like at least like a change in direction because yeah. the corporates usually they lead the charge bro because yeah. guys only go where the money goes so if the corporates start to say kawa now we're putting money into the creatives simply because we can tell that these guys are doing things completely differently from the way they've been done then bro I think it's a really good sign man no, I definitely agree with you um I'd say with the coming of like the internet eh, these there are more guys who are talented bro and for the longest time talent has been an afterthought eh? like you come from work your doctor job your engineering job your law job then you do it like in your room yeah you know practice probably like you know when you go for like band night and then you see like the guys in the band are playing in suits and it's not like an outfit it's this guys come from work bro Yeah that's I I think that's how it has been for the longest time but now people have the opportunity to like express themselves and put it out there and have more people see it so that's how I look at it like guys have been sitting on their talents bro and for the past few years when they've been able to show it through different platforms with different communities I mean to be fair these communities are young For example the podcast community in Uganda is still young. Facts. 
still very young. Shout but out to all the podcasts. Yeah, but it's definitely growing. It's definitely growing, and that's a step in the right direction. So that's how I look at it. I think um, such campaigns are eye-opening for people also trying to step out of the loop because, you know, there's having people who are in the industry, then people who want to, but do not know how to. These are like opportunities for them to like network, mm. um, you know, step out of their comfort zone, be brave. So that's how I look at it. Yeah, this is what I want to know. And now I'm not. I'm not even trying to be critical, but I just want to know what you guys think. So where do you say Tusker Light are doing like the campaign we just mentioned, right? But how do you guys? Is there a way for creatives to gauge if these companies actually care? Like the campaign. The campaign could, can be cool, right? But how do we know that the campaign is geared towards like legitimately promoting creatives and not just promoting their brand? Yeah, obviously, I guess it works both ways. Yes, but then like, like do you know what I mean? Like, I do, I do, yeah, I do, I do. Yeah, yeah. The way I look at it, I don't think creatives particularly are going to earn money mm. from this particular event. But how I see it, it kind of legitimizes in a certain way. They're working as a creative. Yeah, their hustle. Uh. As, yeah, if like they're having whole events around creatives, that definitely the means that the price is going up steadily. Like, and the the, the 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 brands and the companies have noticed that this is where the kids are. Like, this is where the I don't say kids because they're not a company, but like this is where the customers are, the consumers. They consume content. They consume these people's content and the creators too. The creators. So if we can have the creators on board. We can definitely push our brand through their platforms. So that's that's the aspect of it that really intrigues me, that they're looking for creatives, creators, who whose platforms they can use. And I think that by hosting an event like this, it just shines on light, the light on more creators, and eventually more brands will catch on that this is actually how you should advertise in this day and age, find a password in the platform. Mm-hmm. And that in the end will benefit their creatives. I feel you. And the company, to be honest. Bro. Oh, it changes like the, the company. company. Yeah. Like I've seen how, I've seen how the certain brands in SA, like you guys have heard the Jagermeister song, the South African song. Mm. Apparently, Jäger is like, they're the guys in SA. Like that's their, yeah, that. that's what I've they do. That, yeah. Like them, they are f- completely creative centric and they will push it and push it and push it bro so i mean anyway, i guess that's what these task like guys are trying to do as well man so yeah and i definitely think it's not parasitic like task is just going to use all yeah that. just tap into yeah, the creatives yeah. to suck out the vibe but then i also think above all else for certain industries to work there needs to be a sense of community mm. yeah it's not like how you have a single guy is already in a built community and now he's earning by himself or is just popping off by himself. Mm. But I think with creativity, you need to work with other people, right? Mm. For it to work. And these things or these companies give you the opportunity for you to come together in a space, meet, mm. have fun. And you see, the thing with creatives is it's, it's always out of like the ordinary meeting space. I mean, Think of the times we've met fellow creatives. It's either like at, a, at, an, at an event or, you know, something else is happening. So I think it's not parasitical, but it's more like a partnership. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't call it parasitical at either, but I'd say th- these companies are definitely opportunistic. Like, yeah. 
they told us last week Tuscalette was founded in November 1912 so for them to constantly have a fresh image of like this is a new thing yeah. like you have to yeah. go to where like you have to be opportunistic you have to have an eye for this is what's popping right now or this is what's going to pop in the next yeah. few years is going to be exactly fair. so they are definitely doing what they're supposed to do like their eyes are open for what is popping right now this is the current opportunity this is what's going to take us for the next few years this creative and i was also say like with the much younger people right now this is the, this is the stuff they like bro yeah you're going to ask yourself what do people between the ages of say 18 and 28 do most of the day probably be like tiktok this is 100% a content generation yeah. 100% it's a content generation and that's that's where the world is going now so and you can see it from the like <coughs> big organi- you're seeing how much i mean let's go to this weekend back in the day the all star weekend was let's just get the top players have a fun game move but now it's publicized bro like brands are putting their names in it just for y- because they know people are viewing like it's content mm. content has to be made out of everything so yeah i mean you go to an event and everyone has their phone out filming bro Max. yeah so i th- i think that's what it is no anyway okay yeah and i just wanted to i wanted to do a quick call back bro to to that thing um shout out to Scarlett, shout out to those guys and to yeah. Derek. you guys enjoy your weekend man Speaking Game of party. that All-Star Weekend, did you see the performances, the halftime show? Mm. You didn't? No. I actually haven't seen anything from All-Star Weekend. I was in Rukunji. I saw like... I'm telling you that I've been... <laughs> okay, okay. I've been out of it, yeah. Okay, makes sense. But basically, for those who didn't know, there was the NBA All-Star Weekend this weekend. Mm. And for the halftime show, they had Banner Boy, Rema, and Thames perform. Bye. It was late, man. Must have been. Very Afrocentric. Must have been. It was super Very late. Very Afrocentric. And, yo, the way these guys were working together, bro, it was it was a sight to behold, man. Mm-hmm. They all used Banner Boy's band, Outsiders. Nice. And it's like they kind of practiced the whole show because oh, Banner Boy both opened and closed the halftime show. It was like one cohesive unit, man. The stage was, of course, not as... Okay, not of course, but the stage wasn't as lit as Rihanna's. Obviously. Rihanna's was flying up court. and down. The budget down is and different. <laughs> the budget is different. <laughs> yes. sure. But it's not even just the budget. It's just the logistics, bro. And the budget, bro. The budget. <laughs> 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 true, true, true. Yeah, budget is it's all yeah, budget, but it all comes down to budget. Yeah, yeah. That's fire. No, that's so, so but fire. I yeah. think that was a very, very, very lit halftime show, man. Mm-hmm. I might be biased because I'm looking at my guy... That's actually that's a win, That's a win. That's a win for us, man. Nah, the price is definitely. What was the up. audience like? That's a win for us. The audience was jamming, man. Guys had Nigerian flags. The basketballers were dance dancing in there. And I assure you, those basketballers also like. Of the course, artists. man. Oh, of those guys course. love them, bro. Those guys must have been jamming. Guys jamming. of Nigerian descent, like that. Oh, Giannis. How long was it? Giannis. Giannis. It was um, fifteen minutes total. So it's so Rema and Thames did one one song, Banner Boy did two. No, no, no. So the Rema did two songs, Thames did like four or five songs, and Banner did like he did three in the beginning and then two at the end. What? The but not finishing. They're not finishing. Okay. They do like because yeah. if it's a, a band, chorus, verse, yeah. chorus, something like that. Verse, chorus, verse, switch. That's like that, like that. Like but it was cohesive. Cohesive, cohesive, man. I guess in the US, love Thames, bro. Bro, they love all of them. Nah, but they, love the yeah. they love Thames. Yeah, like but of course, you see, now right that's the thing with Thames. Thames, yeah, Thames has become an industry darling. And it's sus. Because mm, you know that you means she, so. has, she has the backers, bro. She has the backers that matter. You know, that's what... Because if you're writing, honestly, if Thames is writing, 
on the Wakanda soundtrack bro, really? for Rihanna. You know what that means. And you see, she has been writing. She's performing at the NBA over All Star Game halftime. It after one album, <laughs> bro. You already know, bro. But I'm not mad at it. She yeah, 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 I'm not mad at Coachella, it. right? I think she most likely will be on that. On the, what call it? I think Bana. Yeah. Ashaki but but Tim's on that man. That girl, chick, that chick sang. And she's she's, she's talented. She's yeah. a like she was the first to do that whole because. I don't know how to call it, but like singing with a deep voice type uh, thing, baritone type thing. Yeah, kind yeah. of like where you're like, you know, you know what Tim's does. Yeah. But then after that, we had like I won't like call yeah. out any name. Yeah. But like people started doing that Tim's thing. Nah, but people are definitely going away from like no more singing, bro. I mean, think Tim's sings like in the deep thingy. Then you have people like Amari, you gay. Who go where well, for them now? She's on the man. opposite side, super high, yeah. like pink, Higher, pink okay, panthers, yeah. those ends. Yeah. So, uh, man, but yeah, that Tim's wave definitely became a wave, and she, uh, it's so good to see that she's getting the. The Nigerians are trailblazing for sure, you guys. Yeah, they're, they're definitely like on the stopping, bro. The Dragadi just then seem to be coming to pass, bro. That's increasing the pressure, man. No, they are definitely mainstream, bro. If no. like now, the way my friend put it is from the states. Was like, man, Banner Boy now has the white people dancing to him. Like mm. the white people now. Like that's how he was like. That's how mainstream is. That's it's so crazy that guy did not win that last last Grammy. But it's okay. Not Let, the last I don't want to take us back there. But that's crazy. He didn't win that last last Grammy. It's absolutely mad, bro. Um, I'll take us now in the opposite direction, bro. Did you guys <laughs> remember growing up? Uh, this guy, the girl that did you hear about the white girl that went missing when we were growing up? That Madeline McCann. Mm, I remember. I remember. Did you guys hear how they think they might have found her? Yeah, when? Yeah. Some chick in, I think she's in Finland. She's in a European country as well. If you'd like to listen to the full conversation, please consider subscribing to the Mob Jazz Podcast Patreon. Once you do, you'll have access to the full conversations as well as subscriber-only content. The Mob Jazz Podcast is made possible through our Patreons. If you like what we're doing here, please consider becoming one.